0: Star Wars 7x7, episode 3356. We are continuing our series of looks at the short stories in the From a Certain Point of View collection celebrating Return of the Jedi. Today we're going to consider the story featuring Eve 99 from Java's Palace. Punch it! (laughs) Hey Rebel Razzar. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars Joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the story we're going to check out today is The Key to Remembering by Olivia Chada. Hopefully I'm saying that close to correct. And this one features ev 99, which is the Mistress of Mayhem, as she's described in one of the moments in the story. She is the droid that oversees the dungeon of droids in Jabba's palace. And she gets other colorful nicknames as well, including the Queen of Durasteel. This is one of the stories that takes place for the most part during the events of Return of the Jedi. I would say... It's sort of an in-between situation in that, you know, the Moff Gergerard story we talked about a couple of days ago, that's all within Return of the Jedi. The Max Rebo story we talked about yesterday is mostly not within Return of the Jedi. This one is mostly within Return of the Jedi, but then it also actually gets further out in history and closer to the events of Season 1 of The Mandalorian, Chapter 5, The Gunslinger, when Mando shows up on Tatooine for the first time in the series. And already in the key to remembering, Evie is thinking about wanting a different life and that rather than being in Jabba's palace and even being a bartender is an idea that she would consider. So obviously she got what she wanted in the end, which is nice to know, but there's a a defect in this droid, or at least that's kind of how it's presented that she just wants to torture droids. It's just what she likes to do. And she... Comes to realize that there's a reason why certain droids are able to be tortured more effectively than others She certainly enjoys the fear that some of the droids have and that's what she's kind of really going for But thanks to R2-D2 showing up she actually figures out something rather remarkable about the droids And why some react differently than others and It's actually related to something that she's trying to figure out for herself, which is basically her own free will. But we find out that (laughs) there's a reason why she hasn't been able to figure that out. And there's almost even sort of a Groundhog Day kind of scenario that happens potentially with this as well. So the the story has a lot of really kind of deep reflection about uh, remembering and memory built into this in this whole tale. What's particularly fun about this story is the interaction between R2-D2 and EV-99. And as you might expect, R2-D2 has some very choice words for EV-99 when she sends 3PO away. And as we know, R2-D2 is probably the most foul-mouthed of all Star Wars characters. But at one point in the story, we actually have R2-D2 conversing in dialogue so the binary is actually translated for us so we actually get to know what R2-D2 is saying rather than having it reflected in another character or sort of repeating back what R2 says or responding in a way where we get the idea of what it was that R2 was saying and rather surprisingly R2-D2 gives up the plot to EV99. R2 says that my master is coming for me and yeah you'll see he's going to turn this place inside out but he also says hey you could help me like this is you know people that are in the rebellion are the ones who are coming and you could be a part of this you could help me out and you could be rescued and you could get out of here and the idea that olivia Chada is exploring in here was actually so compelling that i you know the only negative thing i have to say about the story is that i wish <laughs> there had been much more dialogue between ev 99 and r2d2 i really liked where their conversation was going and i would have happily spent more time in the story listening to the two of them discuss the stuff that they were discussing, which I'm trying to, you know, not necessarily give entire plots of the thing away because it's worth reading. And this one, I think particularly of the four that we're going to be talking about, you know, the last couple of days and tomorrow, this one was my favorite of the four. And as I mentioned earlier, we're not entirely in Return of the Jedi time. We jump ahead a bit as well and get to a point where we're probably pretty close to the events of Season 1 of The Mandalorian Chapter 5. The reason I say that is because... EV99 is now tending bar at the cantina, and there's a reference to Peli Motto, but she doesn't actually show up in the story, but R5D4 shows up, and at one point R5D4 says something about, like, hey, did I tell you about that time I helped the Rebellion? And that's actually a fun wink and a nod to another, from a certain point of view, short story that was published in the original collection from A New Hope. That story was The Red One by Ray Carson, and it describes how R2D2 basically was able to talk R5 d4 into letting him get to be picked by luke skywalker instead of r5 d4 so that way all the events of star wars could continue on as we know and love them and that's what i've got for you about the key to remembering from olivia Chada in the from a certain point of view collection and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be